are listening to the Health Practitioner Podcast, episode number one, with Dr. Lisa Goins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Health Practitioner Podcast. We discuss integrative and holistic health and wellness practices and businesses as well. I am your host, Dr. Johnetta Minor, nurse practitioner, and my guest today is Dr. Lisa Goins, family nurse practitioner. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for having me on your show, Dr. Miner. I appreciate you calling me and and having this podcast. Uh, You're most welcome. Now, tell us a little bit about your business. You're located in Ohio and I'm in New York, so uh, I'd like to know a little about you, and I will give a brief introduction, and then you can go from there. Dr. Lisa Goins is a family nurse practitioner, board certified, and uh, she is a doctor of philosophy, and she is a Reiki master teacher. Yes, and I have a business called uh, Couture Healthcare Limited. I'm available online uh, with my own website, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. And then also, again, with my own web page. And from there, you can also see my YouTube videos or you can go to my YouTube channel for Couture Healthcare Limited. And I um, do holistic healthcare with a nurse practitioner blend. So I can come out and see you in your home or your office. And I can apply nurse practitioner um, philosophies. And I can also do spiritual and also, the, the Reiki energy treatment as well. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about the spiritual aspects of your practice. I am a, um, in the state of Ohio, I have a minister's license. So I'm an ordained minister, and I can offer spiritual um, integrated in with my health care. So if you have a parent that, that is grieving and you're not sure if it's if the person is really grieving or if maybe the person has a urinary tract infection, I can come out and assess the person and talk with them. If it's a urinary tract infection, we can get some uh, an antibiotic or another way of taking care of that, a holistic manner. Or we can talk and maybe it's a spiritual grieving and I can help counsel that person and talk with them in a spiritual aspect. Very good. That sounds marvelous. Now, Dr. Goins is the owner of the Courtier Health Care Limited, which is a nonprofit household. And it's a, she's a concierge provider and coverage company, as she said, and she's located in Ohio. And additionally, I want uh, the audience to know, Lisa, Dr. Goins, that you that your information will be posted on the website. Her website link, her email address, her her um, uh, Twitter account will be posted on the website, so you will have direct access to her at any time. You can contact her through these various means. Now, Dr. Goins also has some publications. Uh, tell us a little bit about your publications. I understand it has something to do with uh, COPD, and uh, you can tell us what COPD is, and also in reference to your vitamin D work. Well, I have a, quite a few things that have come out recently. I've done a course study guide for plaguery, which is a study course uh, guide for nurses. Um, it's based out of California, and there's a vitamin D course for vitamin D to take to prevent falls in older adults. 
mainly nurse, uh, nursing home uh, nurses might find that of interest. And then the publications um, recently have been in the Senior Life Journal or newspapers. It's um, in the state of Ohio, Southern Ohio. Uh, last month came out the vitamin D, the sunshine pill works, was an, um, an article on the sunshine pill, the vitamin D. And then this publication to be released in August will be COPD um, and talks about how COPD encompasses um, bronchitis and asthma. And there's three different types of asthma and it touches on that so that the reader can understand and it's written for the public. So those two um publications are coming out. Very good. So it'll be easier to read and it does it is not imbued with technical jargon. No. It is actually what my mother in law calls as put in perfectly good English. Um, she does not <laughs> understand any kind of medical terminology and I'm all I'm always translating it for her. So this is a translated version for the public. It doesn't have a lot of jargon and if there is a lot of medical jargon then it is broke down so that the public can understand it. Excellent, excellent. Now, you mentioned the sunshine pill. Now, tell us exactly what does that mean, vitamin D as a sunshine pill? Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, and it is referred to the sunshine pill because it will keep you awake if you take it at night. One of the, the things about the sunshine pill is that it will help with cognitive abilities. It will help with uh, children with asthma, it helps with bone density where if you give it to um, residents in a, a care facility, over time you will notice your falls decrease by 30%. And the, the nice thing about the sunshine pill is you can go outside for 10 to 15 minutes and your body synthesizes the sun. So if you um, don't like to take pills and you're adversely resentful of that, you can go outside in the sunshine with no sunscreen for 10-15 minutes and your body will actually take the sun and synthesize it into vitamin D for your body. However, uh -huh. if you stay too long outside, you will get sunburned. So we advise you to do some sunscreen at that point. Okay. Okay. Very good. Now, there's one thing that you mentioned here, and that was in terms of vitamin D preventing falls. Now, how can vitamin D prevent falls? I don't get the correlation, and I like I get the correlation, but I want the audience, our listening audience, to understand the relationship between the falls and the vitamin D. Basically, vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. It hangs around in the body, and it helps the body produce calcium. It will um, hang, okay. on to the, hang on to the calcium in the bones and help strengthen up the bones. I guess it's the best uh, basic English way to explain it. There's a lot yes. of technical terminology, but a lot of times when you go look for vitamin D, you'll see that there's a vitamin D and calcium supplement mixed together. Now, you can take them together, and that's perfectly fine. There's evidence-based research that shows that that is acceptable. And then there's also evidence-based research that shows that taking vitamin D by itself is acceptable. So either okay. way, either way works. It's, it's something. So one cannot get too much calcium. Yeah. Say, for example, they're taking the combination calcium and vitamin D. 
Um, yes, you can get too much calcium and you can also get too much vitamin D. But vitamin D, if you get too much of that, it's an extreme big doses. And we're talking 100,000 uh, international units on a daily basis. Now, in California, they do have a lot of skin cancer. And the doctors and providers out there are looking at vitamin D as a way to help with cancer. And they are doing higher doses, but they're doing what? doses and they're monitoring um, the vitamin D in the blood. So that's under um, a, a, a caregiver's uh, eyesight as far as seeing too much and it's for a temporary and it's for cancer. Um, but normally we don't take that high. Uh, maintenance doses for vitamin D is 1,000 units daily and a correction dose if you're under vitamin D, which the magic number is 30, um, you're deficient with vitamin D. So you would need a correction dose that you would get from From your provider after you found out that you had the blood test that you were deficient and then you would take it for one tablet of 50,000 once a week for eight weeks and um, then you would retest to see where you were at now if you're going to be toxic you're looking at the magic number of 75 and it really takes a lot of vitamin D to get to that level of 75 to get to 75 mm -hmm. okay I'd like to remind our listening audience that we, I am talking with Dr. Lisa Goins, a advanced practice registered nurse practitioner who is board certified as a family nurse practitioner, and she's also a Reiki master teacher and ordained minister. Now, you had mentioned about, um, no, I don't think I heard that. Let's talk about the cost of vitamin D. Vitamin D cost. Um, if you go to Walmart, uh, which seems to be everywhere and even in China and Japan, um, you will find that your bottle of vitamin D has about 100 tablets or capsules, and that's a three-month supply, and it will run you right around uh, between 8 and $10, depending on where you're at in the world. Mm -hmm. Now, so that... Sorry, go ahead. That, is that is that uh, inexpensive? Do you think that's inexpensive? Um, if you or just about the standard cost. Um, that would be very inexpensive compared to a lot of medications. But a bottle of vitamins, uh, multivitamins, runs about the same cost. Um, you could look at it as breaking it all the way down. That uh, one tablet of vitamin D basically runs about three cents a day. If you break wow. it down. So, yes. and the upside to that is um, vitamin D helps people prevent falls. And if you fall and you break a hip in the Cincinnati area to fix your fall or your hip uh, that has fractured from a fall to actually go in and do surgery, will run you about fifty to $70,000. Across the nation, overall averages, you're looking between thirty and 50000 to fix one hip fracture. Wow. So that is three cents is uh, much, much cheaper uh, than the cost of repairing a fractured hip. Yes, overall between the blood work that needs to be done, the correction dose, and then your maintenance dose of vitamin D, the whole um, kit and caboodle from from January to December would cost you about $200 versus uh, one hip of at least 50 
So there's yes. a lot of money saved. And it's very uh, financially feasible for uh, facilities to consider this because facilities, um, they're frowned upon when there's too many falls in a facility. The other terrible thing about uh, a patient or a client who is, has adversity to falling all the time they, and you've exhausted everything that you can do for this person. Um, you've done the low bed, you've done the match, you've got the alarms, you've got a sitter. And this person, if they just step wrong and they fall, they could break a hip and then they're in a hospital and then there's a recovery time. Adding a vitamin D onto this is one of the things that in a facility that you can chart and you can document to show that, yes, we are doing something else besides this. And the nice thing about it is um, most of the time when the vitamin D kicks in, the patient is steadier, is able to do some physical therapy, and the fall is reduced, the, the, the risk for that with that person. Yes. Now, <clears throat> this also is very good for people who are homebound. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Um, the nice thing about being homebound and taking vitamin D is you don't get to see a lot of people. There's not a lot of visiting going on, going on anymore. A lot of people have very, very busy lives, and it's very hard to check on people that are stuck in their home. And then you have depression. One of the things about the sunshine pill is when you're out in the sun, you feel good. And the same thing happens when you take the sunshine pill. You feel good. So a person who's uh, at home and can't get out, can't get into the sun, they start getting depressed. By bringing on the sunshine pill or the vitamin D on, they start feeling a little bit better. And they're able to cope with depression. Mm-hmm. Now, does vitamin D have to be taken with, uh, see, vitamin D is a fat-soluble yes. uh, vitamin. Mm -hmm. So does it have to be taken with uh, fatty foods? Um, mostly you want to take it with some kind of food, and you want to make sure that you take it with some water to get it down. Um, if you take the capsules, people that have swallowing problems, um, they will find that sometimes the capsule will stick. If you drink a little bit of water before you take the pill, it'll go down. The tablets don't uh, stick as much, and they break up a little bit easier. You can get it in both versions. You just have to check at your local uh, place where to buy it, uh, how it's available. Um, as far as taking it with fatty food, I have seen people take it with just a regular meal, non-fatty. As long as there's something in the stomach, it helps. Basically, if you take it on an empty stomach, it will cause a little bit of nausea. And a lot of people, if they experience that, they stop taking it. So you definitely want to, it's something you want to take with food. Now, these tablets and capsules are very large. Does it come in a liquid form? Um, actually, they're not really large. They're actually kind of tall. They're about as, um, they're right around the size of a baby aspirin. Okay. Are we talking? Are we talking about the same vitamin D? If you if you add the calcium with it, the calcium is what makes the vitamin D and the calcium bigger, and that's the calcium part. But if you do the straight up vitamin D, it's a smaller it's a smaller pill. Oh, that's so good to know. Yes, yes. and um, you could. Um, you could powder it up or you could probably find it in liquid form. And if you were going to do it in liquid form, what you could do is just go buy you a gallon of milk that was fortified with vitamin D, and that would be another way to get it in you. Um, people that have children, kids don't 
do medications. They don't like to take medicine. Medicine's medicine. It's not candy. And if it tastes like candy, everybody'd want some. So, yes. so to get it, but so you can do fortified foods with vitamin D in it, and that's another way to get the vitamin D that you're needing. Um, the one of the best and the cheapest ways, the most totally inexpensive free ways to get vitamin D is to step out into the sunshine for 10, 15 minutes. If you can't get outside, you can sit next to a window, sit in a solarium where you're getting the indirect sunlight. And in between uh, 10, 20 minutes, you should start feeling uh, a little bit more radiant with the sunshine in you. So, Wonderful. Now, how can we correlate? How do you... Bring in the Reiki piece into your practice, into your concierge practice, and in your house calls. First, tell us about Reiki. Tell us a little bit about Reiki and your background in Reiki. Okay. Um, Reiki is also known as healing touch to a lot of people. Reiki originated in uh, Osaka, Japan, um, from uh, Usi, who was a Buddhist monk. And what happened was he went on his pilgrimage and uh, was able to withdraw the energies within and found them useful for healing. Most of us know that prayer works. Uh, 95% of um, the United States in some form will do prayer. There has been results where prayers are answered. Sometimes the answers are yes, sometimes they're no, and that's just because the higher entity has another form of where things should be or where you should be in the scheme of things, and that's okay. But Reiki originated in Osaka. It came from there to Hawaii, and then it um, came into the United States that way. There is Basically, Reiki 1, 2, and 3 in the teacher. Uh, most people can learn how to do uh, self-Reiki, and uh, that is about a level 1. And you can experience that by, uh, it's also a slight form of meditation that some people feel that they do. It helps calm them down. It's like taking a deep breath and counting to 10, but making sure that you're noticing the internal self as well. And people find um, relaxation in that. So you're a practitioner and a teacher of Reiki. Yes, I am. Okay. Give us a little um, input into how you would incorporate the Reiki into your practice, especially as it relates to people that you may be talking to about uh, vitamin D. Okay. Well, let's say I have an inbound person. We'll say a, a nice older and open-minded older lady that would like for me to come and do a house call visit, I would come into her home and we would do a head-to-toe assessment um, to make sure there was no real physical problems that's wrong with her. I would rule out anything medical. And then we would move forward. Has she been taking her vitamin D or not? And that also brings on the other holistic opportunities into the, the body. And then we would sit down and we discuss if she would be interested in doing an energy treatment. And at that point in time, we would, I would have her sit and get comfortable. And then I would put my hands over different areas of the body. So, and some people know this as being chakras, and other people just say that it's um, different spots in the body. They understand that, and they also understand it as laying on the hands. And if she's interested in that, then I would move my hands over the areas. Now, 
If she had arthritis, say in the knees, I would linger longer over her knees, making sure I could offer um, more of a prayer healing touch for that area and help with the vitamin D and then everything else that she has going on and making sure that we have the energies flowing through the body and that there's a healing action. Now, is this a lengthy procedure? Is this a lengthy technique? By lengthy, I mean, uh, does it take a long time to uh, do Reiki or give a treatment of Reiki? The Reiki depends on the person. If the person has already had any experience with Reiki, they kind of already know how to get themselves uh, positioned to receive Reiki. If this was your first treatment, then I would spend some time kind of explaining what your expectations would be, what my expectations would be, and what you would feel. Um, Then after... I would do it. I would probably do it for a first person for uh, several minutes over certain areas, and I would linger longer, say, like if it was over the knees, just a little bit longer. And then I would stop, and then we would discuss if there was any benefits or if they felt anything, heard anything, um, sensed anything, if they felt that that was beneficial. Um, then maybe we would come back at another time, maybe do it a little bit longer. I do the Reiki uh, not by itself, but I do it as part of a total package where I'm assessing the person uh, physically to make sure that they're okay, that I'm not overlooking another problem. That, okay, if they have a bone sticking out of their knee, we really need to go and get the bone taken care of. At this point, Reiki would be helpful, but we need to get the bone back in the body. Yes, yes. (laughs) But what I would do is, you know, I and I could come out, and when the person was expecting me to come out to do just a Reiki treatment, I would just do a quick little assessment to make sure they were okay, and then we would spend a little bit longer on the Reiki. I would do probably the front and maybe if it was possible for the person to reposition and then maybe do the backside. A lot of older people are only able to sit in a chair. So I would just spend a little bit longer in different areas. And then we would finish up with maybe some spiritual aspects where we would we could talk about their beliefs and what's most important to them and how the outcomes come the outcomes of the, the Reiki. So there I'm going from the Reiki also into the spiritual or combining both of them. Yes, yes. Now we've talked about, uh, you mentioned about the the cost of uh, vitamin D. We went from sitting into the, in the sun or sitting in to uh, sitting in a room where you can be in indirect sunlight. And we've gone from three cents to a broken hip of uh, $50,000 plus. Now, what about the cost in your house car practice um, in terms of Reiki and Reiki outside, you know, as a standalone treatment? Um, is that What I offer, my visits are always an hour. By the time I get there, I'm not going to rush in and out for 15 minutes. I'm there for a full hour. I talk to the person. We get everything set up. And then I charge for the hour. Um, if you are a concierge patient, that is embedded into the cost. And I come out and mm-hmm. see you so many times. If you want a standalone visit, um, I charge anywhere between 100 and $150, depending on what your needs. If it's just for a spiritual or a uh, a Reiki, then it's more of a hundred. Um, if I do, since I am a minister, I've done weddings. 
So if I do a wedding, um, then that would be a different quote. So I, my services are always negotiable and I'm willing to come, but I usually like to spend an hour. I feel that, um, it works out real well. Usually by an hour, um, the client has had all their needs met. And then if they want me to follow up, I can come back at another time. Now, how can other practitioners, other healing practitioners and holistic practitioners benefit from this service that you have? And that is in terms of do you teach others? Do you teach other healing practitioners? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I'm in the process of working with the – I'm a board member of this um, – the Research for Spiritual Foundation, uh, Spiritual Foundation Research. Sorry, I had that totally backwards. My fault. Uh, I'm the board member. Oh, they're going to get me at the next meeting. <laughs> oh, you can edit that part out. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm a board member of the uh, Research for uh, Spiritual. Uh, anyway, uh, Spiritual Research Foundation, and we are in the process of setting up uh, information online for certificates, and they are also uh, looking at setting up a school to offer different classes that can be taken. Hmm. Well, this is something that can be incorporated into a wellness practice or into a traditional uh, health primary care practice, can it not? Yes. And with Couture Healthcare Limited, I offer franchising. If somebody is interested in being a nurse practitioner and a Reiki master minister and they want to do the holistic practice, um, I do offer that as well. Very good. It's been a pleasure talking to you about this. Excuse me about the vitamin D and about your uh, health about Healthcare Limited. I want to remind our listening audience that we are listening to Health Practitioner Podcasts, and the guest today is Dr. Lisa Goins. We will have on the website all the information about Dr. Lisa Goins, her website address, her email address and her Twitter account, her Facebook account, so that you can be in direct contact with her. Now, Lisa, why don't you just give us uh, some of that information while we have you online? Okay. You can go to YouTube and do a search for Couture Healthcare Limited, or you can do it for Lisa Goins, G-O-I-N-S, and the YouTube videos will come up of the uh, vitamin D. There's one on emotion sickness that's up right now and then there's a slew of other videos that are getting ready to come up they have not yet went through the channel process um, you can find the web page at www.couturehealthcarelimited.org and that's where you'll find the company information you can also do a search on facebook uh, couture healthcare limited has a page where it's constantly being updated with little challenges. You little need a little motivation or something. You can go to the page and see that. Uh, LinkedIn also has a Couture Healthcare and Twitter. It's a Couture Health. Um, it uh, goes up current things that are happening all the time as well. Thank you very, very much. We certainly appreciate that. It's been a pleasure to have you with us. I am Dr. Johnetta Miner, your NPN call, and you can find me at www.lifestylewellnessnetwork.com. Until next time, be well, take care.